Michael, are you doing the introductions this morning? Okay, we're going. We're going live. It's time once again for another episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host for today's episode. Well, good morning, everyone. Um, this is Joanne Hayes, publisher of Simply Buckhead and 17th South, along with the online news website Buckhead View. And very happy to be guest hosting this morning. Um, brought in a couple of our rising stars as guests today. Michael, it's great to see you. Nice to be in studio again. That's good. We're looking forward to seeing these smiling faces you have on your magazine each month. We get to reach some of the rising stars this morning. Yes, we do. And, you know, rising stars started for us as... Uh, you know, a single issue that we did in 2012, and we didn't realize it was going to become such a great heritage um, issue for us. And uh, we did Bold Women of Buckhead in 2014, and we're happy to have Christian Ross in the studio with us this morning. Good morning, Christian. Good morning. She was on that particular issue, and what a great one it was. We had 14 amazing women, and nine of them were able to actually make the cover shoot, which was very glamorous and a wonderful day for everybody. And then we decided the year after that to continue the tradition and have our July-August issue be um, Rising Stars. So we've now had three issues in a row, three years in a row of a Rising Stars issue July-August, and every year... We just come up with some of the most interesting people in um, industries, you know, all across the board, real estate and fashion and um, business and just great industries. So we try to highlight the best and the brightest that Buckhead has to offer. Well, as being one of your readers, it's just such a pleasure to see a cover like that with a show process and look at the diversity and the process we have here in Buckhead. We're very blessed to have these type of folks selecting our community and to, to live in and be successful in and and make better. I mean, mm-hmm. Kristen, it's amazing what you've accomplished in the, in your marketplace here for the last, as she said, the last three years. But you've been working at it a whole lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Can't wait to talk to Christian about what's going on with her because so much has changed in three years when we first interviewed her. And, you know, Michael, you just touched on a great point. The diversity uh, piece of what we do is so important. If you look at this particular cover, um, and you go back and look at any of them, the diversity of the individuals that we've chosen is just, you know, so far off the charts. And it's one of the things that we really pride ourselves in. I think Atlanta is a great place to be an entrepreneur. And when I look at that cover, almost every person on there is an entrepreneur. Actually, I, I would say... Five of the seven actually have started their own companies. So, um, and Christian, you have something in common with Bono, who is on the front cover of mm-hmm. this particular issue. Um, one of the things that I will segue into uh, that that you've done, you went from a big name company to being on your own, and that was one thing that we commented about with Bono that he was working for a bigger name company, and rather mm-hmm. than Going to another company where he was absorbed by an even bigger company, he decided to step out on his own. And that is totally not the trend because everyone wants that big name behind them. So what yes. made you switch from a major brand name into a smaller company? Well, you know, when you, I think with any business owner, seeing the vision is so amazing. And uh, 
when Atlanta Tech Village, which is right down the street here, you know, they are now the fourth largest tech incubator in the country, which is amazing because they've made that feat in just a matter of three years, actually. So um, I was approached by the president of Atlanta Tech Village and also the founder of Village Realty, and it was at the time Clitscape.com, which we still have the site. And he just said, hey, you know, we want to do real estate different, and we're looking for a broker. That was never a thought in my mind at any point. Um, But I came, and I saw Atlanta Tech Village, and I said, would this be our office? (laughs) And he said, yeah. I mean, you see the ping pong tables. You see the open atmosphere. You see the the collaboration. And I was just like, this is where business needs to be headed and definitely where real estate needs to be headed. It's it's not your mama's real estate office. It is not. It is not. It's very technical. (laughs) And just to give a little bit of background on Christian, she's been a realtor for 14 12 years. 12 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we met, obviously, it had been nine. And at the time, you were working for Keller Williams. And you were already well known for your accomplishments here in Atlanta, the youngest woman uh, elected to head the board of realtors. And um, you were well known with your HGTV shows. You've done some um, House Hunters International, which is really fun because I know you and your husband travel a lot. And obviously, you love the Caribbean. And you've done some work in the Middle East and Australia and other parts of the world. And I know that that's a very big part of what you love to do. So you've always done things differently and stepped outside the box and obviously moving to village realty at atlanta tech what makes that company different like what is the technology that makes what you guys do different from everyone else so the great thing is is that we have so many companies there there are over 290 startups so we are always able to beta test things so with calendly calendly is an online scheduling tool when we came to Atlanta Tech Village, there were three employees there. Now they have close to 50 in a matter of three years. So seeing these companies grow, being able to test their products, use their products, um, we are not only beta t- testing, like I said, products, but we're also using best-of-breed tools in real estate. So whether that's automation in the process, anything to help our clients go through the process easier, but also, too, with our engagement with them. And our clients from the brokerage level, they're our agents, and then the secondary client is the client who's buying or purchasing a home. It's a great way to look at it, as if they're part of the family. Mm-hmm. They definitely are. <laughs> so well, you're, you're getting the opportunity to do, make a lot of changes in real estate because you're actually allowing and or forcing your agents to be more creative in how they use these tools. And so they're exposed mm-hmm. to clients that they would not even begin to look at tools definitely. And, and opportunities and challenges because you know new tools sometimes make it difficult i mean the whole thought of just buying a house is one of those scary investments that yes. most people don't make soon enough and often enough right yes completely agree and i the one thing that's so great about real estate is that no matter what it's belly to belly it's person to person so as much technology as you incorporate it really doesn't matter because there still needs to be a relationship there and we just want technology to complement the process, to make it easier, where if the agent's working 60 hours a week, let's cut that down to 40 because you have processes in place to help reach your clients, stay in touch. And then we also offer, we're like a digital marketing in-house. So we have a digital marketing agency in-house that helps with those campaigns. And it's just completely different than what other brokerages are doing. 
like that a lot. Um, you know, I, I think the, the beauty of what you're doing is uh, seen in the growth of your company. Um, I know that when you first started out, you had two people <laughs> working in your office. And two. now we just talked about it. There are over 70. Yes. Whoa. Yeah, so that is a huge amount of growth in three years, and um, it, it speaks volumes to what you're doing. Um, and again, I think that uh, different mentality from from uh, Big Box, which has its place, mm-hmm. and there Definitely. are many amazing companies here, um, but you have to do things that stand out and make you different from everyone else. So um, how do people find you? Uh, they can find us at vratl.com and Village, just Google Village Realty. You'll find us right here in Buckhead. Well, one of the things I want to know about is uh, what do you have upcoming for travel? Because you're always oh. going to great places. <laughs> I see your, your, uh, your, your travels are on Instagram, and uh, you've been really supportive of our publication. But we love seeing you and George travel. And <laughs> I always wonder, is she doing a House Hunters International sh- story when she's gone? I would love to do a House Hunters International episode. Um, we actually just came back from Zurich and Amsterdam. So uh, it'll probably be back to the Dominican Republic, which we plan to purchase in in the next few years so yourselves yes oh fantastic mm-hmm. so yeah since you're a great supporter of atlanta and opportunity since you went to zurich and amsterdam compare our cities just for just a minute what what's going on in the rest of the world that's doing like the things going on in atlanta like atlanta tech village uh you know this is the funniest thing is that when i was in zurich the hotel that we stayed at was directly across from a place called techno park and it's like an atlanta tech village there were over 200 incubators in there it actually looks like a submarine boat like above ground it's the weirdest thing because <laughs> it doesn't really <laughs> little, match with the rest cap, of the city captain nemo there in the <laughs> yeah, middle of the city yeah huh? in the middle of the city um but i think they're so progressive with transportation and where we're trying to go with transportation with having those initiatives which is going to be a huge impact on the real estate market um along with just having relocations come in and companies continue to look at us like Mercedes-Benz. Um, you know, we were there fixing transportation, but it was amazing to see the system where it was cable car, it was um, light rail, it was bus. It and was bikes and foot. Bikes and foot, <laughs> lots of bikes, yes. Well, you know, I had an opportunity this last week to hear the, hear the Beltline uh, story from the perspective of the guy who's been shepherding it for four years. And you really just lose track of how fast we're changing because we're doing oh, things yeah. here in one and two years that other cities have been grappling with for 10, as we've been grappling with them for literally 100 years here, mm-hmm. to get the transportation back to the level it was just in the, in the 1890s, as we said jokingly. <laughs> but we're getting bikes and foot and trail and cross route, cross route. So uh, it's going to be exciting to see as we change. You're going to be an integral part of that process. So Because the real estate is definitely tied to lifestyle. And, and uh, international cities around the world, of which Atlanta is certainly growing to be a better one. Uh, we'll be really, very recognized for that. And I'm glad to hear that the house hunting issues are going to change for all of us. So <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you on International House Hunters again. It, it seems like right now what's happening with um, the local real estate market is that we're lacking in inventory. Oh. It seems to be a big problem right now, and houses are selling as fast as they come on the market. It seems to be the complaint I'm hearing from every realtor I know. Yes, that is not only the complaint, but it's very interesting because baby boomers are a huge part of that because they're not moving from their homes. And then people who are more mature, they're not moving from their homes. So you have this whole segment of people that aren't moving. They may be purchasing investment properties, but they're not they're just not shifting to a new home. And if they are downsizing, they're either keeping the home, they're renting it out because rents are just 
out of the roof. They're skyrocketing. So are they? Mm-hmm. How, what's what's the population growth of Atlanta this month? Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny. They they said um, we just came from a forum where they said it was we were going to be at like eight million in the next year and a half, and and today we're at what six and a half? We're, or seven? Yeah, we're at six and a half. So, so people keep coming. Woof. Fifteen wow. percent of the folks are going to be new two years from now, right? We need highways above the highways. <laughs> <laughs> well, double double decker or subterranean yeah. are in our future, I think. Well, there's a lot to be said for for living in the Atlanta market. It's it's completely entrepreneur friendly, which has been a joy for me personally. Um, it's a great place to be a young person and start a career and settle down and have a family. The weather is amenable. Um, I meet a lot of people here from. New England and Midwest mm-hmm. who, you know, much like me, have come here and settled and not left because we love all that Atlanta has to offer. And um, the city's been very good to me. I, I can't say enough about being a transplant here. And obviously, that's a big part of what's happening in our city oh, yeah. right now. Well, because of what you do for us, we're going to continue to be better to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kristen, let's go back. I mean, you, you know, you are a real estate expert and a professional, and you've watched a lot change while you've spent 10-plus years in the marketplace in Atlanta has changed a lot. You know, make some predictions for us. Uh, we know there's going to be a shortage of single-family, of multifamily. There's going to be people living closer to that corridor. Uh, from your international perspective, you know, what, what are some things people need to be watching for in their neighborhood that could help them? Because one of the other things we're doing, and it just happened in my neighborhood, uh, your dress made me think about it, the turquoise table. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that movement in America? I haven't. The, tur- the turquoise table is building community. <laughs> Basically, you, it's a pretty simple process, and talk about it from real estate. You just you order a turquoise table. It's a picnic table, and it sits in your front yard. And the community and the neighbors start oh. using it on Thursday nights and Friday nights. And the kids might sit there from the bus stop in the morning or stop by in the afternoon and, and share their juice box. Oh, nice. But it's an international movement, and it's pretty cool. I've never heard of that. I haven't well, either. Hey, That's great. Right here on, Thanks on for Pro teaching Business us Channel. something today. <laughs> exactly. I learned something new every day. Turquoise table. You can, you can Google that, and you can find a lady who... Who wanted to make a better community, and so she put a table out and painted it turquoise. I like that. There's one in Underwood Hills that just appeared about two weeks ago, and after about only a week, I saw the first pair of couples sitting at that table oh, sharing a beer together. That's so nice. Not at the corner pub and not in their backyard on the deck where no one can see them, just but right, right in there. the front yard. So the neighbors go, oh, I think I'll go over there tomorrow <laughs> night. So. What, about, what about building community? What about our factor of not knowing your neighbor? What about our thing of, gosh, who just moved in next door? Yeah, I. that's such a great question because, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is that people are focusing on community. When you look at the west side right now, um, the median sales price in the west end, the 30310 zip code last year was 79000 This year, in just a year, it's 239000 wow. And that is because there are... There the, are none. <laughs> the, there are no homes that people can afford who are younger, have student loans, and they, they would love to live in Virginia Highlands. But the reality is that home is $600,000 plus. It's just not there. So they are building community. They're going to the West End. They're going to other areas by East Atlanta, and they're building this community, and they're able to have a yard for their pets because pets is like one of the number one reasons why people buy a home. <laughs> um so I think community building will be even bigger, and Atlanta is such a 
just a cool market to be in because you have publications like Simply Buckhead, you have organizations like kickball leagues and things like that that bring people together to get to know not only communities but each other. Well, West End is unique because, as you know, that we have not only the Atlanta University Center there with educational opportunities, we also have a a non-genderified area because everybody's lived there a lot of years, Mm -hmm. creating a. But also, three of our mayoral candidates at least live in West End, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's going to make a tremendous difference for our city Mm -hmm. uh, as we as we grow forward. So, although we're not political here, you know, the impact of what our politicians wish us to do. Or, or what we allow them to do really makes a difference. So the Beltline has been a great uh, opportunity. So focus on that kind of community because it's that schedules, what, 46 different communities all around the city? Yeah. And it's, it, li- it literally is the inner Beltway. We're going to make it that. So. Yes. And I'm from, from Maryland, so I know the Beltway. You know, you know that Beltway. <laughs> that Beltway is more expensive than our Beltway. Oh, yes, it is. And they have bandits up there, too, just like the old days. <laughs> well, Christian, you also mentioned something. I'm going to segue into something a little different because I want to talk a little bit more about Christian um, since she was one of our bold women. Um, a lot of what we write about, um, are passionate about, are, are philanthropic causes. And that's a huge part of community. I think Atlanta has an incredible philanthropic community here. Um, so many local charities um, that are locally run, operated, and, and give back to Atlanta and um, its people and its residents and its causes. And, you know, you have an extensive list of things that you care about. Are there some specific charities that you're involved in in the Atlanta market? I really love um, the Women's Resource for Domestic Violence. Um, They're in downtown Decatur. Uh, They not only have a house there, but, uh, of course, there's a safe house, and they just help women transition. And, um, you know, you can actually order on Amazon Prime, which is great, and order things that people need that you don't think that they need. Um, but they're doing so much to help women that are in abusive situations, and that's something I'm very passionate about. That's fantastic. Again, that's that's something that we are very passionate about ourselves is, is giving back to the community. So it, it's important to us that our, our, our local business owners are involved as well. Well, talk about the folks that you, you've been exposed to in our marketplace uh, mm-hmm. from Atlanta Tech Village. You mentioned there are 200-plus quote, new companies. Most of those companies are one, two, and three folks, typically people who've known each other for a year and some who've not. Mm -hmm. So talk about some of those interesting things. I mean, because we don't get to look behind the curtain over there like you do. You should get to sneak down the hall and play ping pong. (laughs) So tell us some of their activities you see in the entrepreneurial community we we and our listeners might not be aware about there. Uh, Well, one company in particular, uh, they, even though it's, I would say it definitely plays a role in real estate, it's for any anything with safety, but trust stamp. Um, if someone is coming to your home or like for us, if we're showing a home and someone calls us and says, Hey, I'd like to see this house on two, five, two Brown street. We don't know who they are. And that's a safety issue. So using trust stamp, we can send, we can tell them to download the app. They can go ahead, take a selfie, copy of their license, a background report comes back. And that way we know that we're actually meeting who we say, who they say they are. And you mentioned Calendly, which I know a lot of business people and a lot of moms and all the people in between are using these days it's because great. it's so amazing. <laughs> Your community calendar can be up to date. I mean, there's some other surprises we need to be looking at over there. You, they're working on so many things and they're growing so fast. I mean, to see that 
Zillow or just these major companies. I was actually, I was in the Dominican Republic when I was reading Inc. Magazine and it was named one of the best tools. That's what someone wrote that uh, one of the contributors, they said, oh, this is one of my five best tools. And so I'm texting the CEO like, oh my gosh, I just saw you in Inc. And he's like, I am. <laughs> so <laughs> Now what was that product? Uh, it was for Calendly, but uh, oh. they mentioned it in Inc. Magazine. So I was just on vacation and saw it and I was just so surprised to be so far away. And then also read that. Well, we can't escape our schedule no matter where in the world no, we go. No, not at all. <laughs> we, we actually featured the CEO of Calendly yes. in our uh, tech issue. Yes. We did a tech issue last year in uh, March, April, and uh, they were in that story as well. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Joanne, as we, as we talk about the service to the community, certainly your, your journalistic style of what you've brought to Buckhead is, is, is just so important. Uh, coming up next, we're going to have a lot of fun stuff, I'm sure, as we see your next issue. And boy, I tell you what... Uh, Gosh, Rich, why don't we have bowl men issues? Do we have bowl men issues? <laughs> we, we have a men's issue for 2018 schedule, ah. so the men won't be left out. And it's funny, you mentioned our next issue. We did our cover shoot earlier this week, and um, it was a little bit more challenging than we thought. We uh, we had our uh, a young one with us, and, and that's always a an X factor. <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun, but it was definitely a little more challenging. Well, Joanne, I know that you're, you're writing a book on your experiences and stories, you know, go back and back over to Christian for a minute. You know, do you, do you block for your agency, your real estate agency there in the, in the, in the marketplace or do you? We actually have a very robust blog and our marketing director, Ryan Hogan has done a phenomenal job taking very local content. Um, I mean, very hyper local content and making sure that it's distributed throughout the marketplace. So, I mean, from the best seafood restaurants to um, where to go for date nights, best brunches, there's a lot of suggestions, but there's also just hyper-local content highlighting local restaurants. You know, it's important to share with us the things that we may not know are happening just in our own front door. So, Joanne. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Christian, it has been so much fun to catch up with you and hear what you've been doing over the last three years, even though we've seen you over those years. <laughs> it's not like I haven't seen her since 2014. <laughs> we do see each other around. Um, it's kind of hard to miss people in the same circles. Yes. So I would love to introduce uh, my next guest, who is a, a client and a friend, and uh, very happy that we were able to have her on our uh, front cover of the current Rising Stars issue, Tutu Long. Nice to have you in studio today, Tutu. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. It's great to be here. So Tutu's story is very, very unique, and I sort of stumbled on her one day, which is how we found each other. Um, She's got a beautiful store called Hottie and Lord in uh, Bucket. Is it Hottie plus Lord? Hottie and Lord. Hottie and Lord. Yes. And um, it is located in the shops at Buckhead, and she's the only independent clothing store located in those shops, which, as you know, are filled with... Amazing designers from all over the world, some of whom don't have locations anywhere else in the United States. Um, And it's their first foray outside their own, uh, I should say, comfort zone, because the United States is not something they were familiar with for their retail. So Tutu is not only um, the owner of the store, she's the designer. um, And her story is a little bit unique on how she uh, came to have this fashion line. And I know this wasn't your first... Um, business, you started out oh, in yes. fashion, <laughs> yes. but in hair. Oh, yes. I was a hair guru at one point. <laughs> I and still will always be, but fashion is my heart. I, yes. I understand that. <laughs> and and uh, please tell us a little bit about your background. I For fashion, it was a gift from God, I have to say that, because, you know, when I think of the word designer, I sometimes I feel like I'm a puppy. I want to... <laughs> 
you know, because it makes me growl because I know the work that actually goes into making a print, a garment. Um, I, fashion for me started way, way, way long ago, you know, when I was a little kid and growing up in Nigeria, believe it or not. And it was something I used to go to boarding school. And in boarding school, I took an home economics class. So I learned how to sew. And that's really when everything started for me. But then, growing up, of course, being a Nigerian American, I was born in the U.S., everybody wants you to be a doctor, a lawyer, and, you know, mm-hmm. everything else, mm-hmm. that textbook, every, everything that, you know, your parents want you to be. I saw in your bio that you were a fashion magazine junkie because that was me. It started when I was a teenager. Magazines have always been in my blood, mm-hmm. but the fashion magazine thing was like... Oh, yes. I think I subscribed to like six or seven of them. <laughs> I had so many. It's so funny. <laughs> when I moved to New York... I didn't have any furniture, but I had enough furniture <laughs> to sleep on. <laughs> Literally, like, for six months, furniture was, like, my furniture. I mean, f- magazines were my furniture. My couch, my bed, my ottoman, everything. And I still have them. And my husband was like, oh, my goodness. Do we have to carry this everywhere we go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm married 12 years now, and I, we're pretty much married to the magazine still. Oh <laughs> and my. it keeps growing. And you've been yes. in Atlanta since 2008. Yes, I've been here since 2008. Yes. And when you started um, your your line, it was 2015? You know what? Howdy and Lord is actually nine years old. I used to joke with my husband that, you know, like, when I did my logo, it cost me, like, $35 because it was so long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The reason why it took me a long time to launch the brand, really, was production. I am someone that's so obsessed with quality. You know, everything has to be perfect. And I knew, after years of living in New York and trying to do an apparel brand, that if I didn't control the production... You're just going to get whatever you're going to get. Um, so I tried. And, you know, when you build a collection and you do your samples, you don't produce them. That's like money down the drain. You know, they end up in my closet. I wear them. <laughs> but you look hot. Oh, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Well, you do look she, hot. she is wearing hottie and I'm Lord today. Dress today yes. She wears her clothes. Every time I see her, she's wearing her clothes. And um, they, uh, I can be, I am a personal testament to her clothing. And I will say this, the, the quality of these clothes is incredible. And the stitching, the completion, the materials themselves, um, as Tuto said, she, she is very obsessive over the production aspect of it. I know she goes to China, picks out her materials, and, and is overseeing the entire process. I personally own four of her pieces already. And while you look at these garments and they look like something made couture that could be in some, you know, Fifth Avenue store, nothing is more, most of her items, I should say, are less than $300. And um, when I found her, that is what I noticed. I said, I cannot believe these clothes are at this price Mm -hmm. because they are so beautifully made and so unique and the materials and the fabric and the just the cut, everything that I put on me fits like a dream. And it's very hard for me to find clothes that I'm extremely happy with. So I just have loved her style since I've met her. <laughs> you know what I can tell you? The reason why I was able to do that is because I had to open my own factory to do that. Um, if anyone in apparel knows that if you're a newbie, factories will not look at you. If you cannot produce like 10,000 pieces mm-hmm. per style, per color, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I 
in 2015, I was so tired of spending money and not being able to have my clothes done. So I went to China. I opened my own factory. That way, everyone that works for the company, for the factory, works for the brand. You know, this is their job. So they produce everything for the brand. It's their job. So that's why we're able to do those prices. And that's why our clothes look like that. You know, if I didn't own my factory, I still don't know where we will be now. Wow. Yes. Well, you are. we are blessed to have you here in the shops of Buckhead. Thank so that you. is obviously Thank an important so part for the Buckhead community and the Buckhead Thank Business you. Association, as well as the ladies who look hot in your stuff. Oh, yes. They, so they, many they, they, they yeah. certainly <laughs> appreciate that fact. I, I think I, the, uh, the process we're going through. So what's next for you here in our, in our neighborhood, as well as is what you're involved with? I'm sure we've got a lot more questions. We'll take a little more time this morning to catch up with you. So uh, what's, what's next for Hardy and Lord? You know what? Really, right now, the store opened in April. I really want people in the area to really understand because I feel like we dr- we've been wearing clothes forever. People don't understand what it actually goes into making this clothes. You know, like it's not just sewing. You know, you have choices to choose what kind of stitches, what kind of fabrics, and things like that. And I really would love for women in Atlanta to come by the store to really get to see, you know, what it takes and what beautiful clothing really looks like. Because I think I used to look at my closet and I had a lot of clothes. But believe it or not, they were junk. I mm-hmm. call them junk because if it's not made well, it's pretty much junk. I would rather have, like, 10 pieces of good things than have, like, 100, you know, nice junk mm-hmm. <laughs> in my closet. So I think that women really should understand, even men. Yeah, even men, that's right. You know, men the too. Lord will one day be a man, like, you know, in this brand. <laughs> well, I'll yeah. be your model. I'm, I'm, I'm game. Go dress me up, send me out, make me hot. <laughs> I think that once you see how... You know, a well-made dress looks like. And once you see construction, you know, how it's supposed to be, once you get that, you will really never go back. You know, it really, that's how it is. I mean, once you start buying good quality pieces in your closet, you will not, you know, be tricked to put something else in there, you know. Well, as you say, you begin to judge the quality and you begin to wear the quality. Oh, and yes, you begin to yes. show and tell the quality. Yes. I know at least one other person in wears your stuff and is pretty proud of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, yes. well, and I bet we'll recruit some more out there. So as we look at... Uh, it, well, what you're involved with in the community and being part of Simply Bucket and being part of the community, we're just proud that you're, you've t- you picked us. Thank you. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. Thank you. Well, well and, and we're very excited to see where Tutu goes because uh, as, as the pieces have come in from overseas <laughs> and uh, she's added them to her collection and what's available to us here in Buckhead, uh, they are very unique and and very very high quality Thank so you. i'm always proud to wear her pieces and the first time i wore one of your pieces i was at a uh, charity event and the next week she had three women walk into the store asking to see the jumpsuit that i had been wearing that night because we posted wow. it all over social media <laughs> that jumpsuit has gone viral i mean uh-huh. i've had companies from like you know like this cool sculpting company called for all their staff we've had Cadillac, you know, ordered things from us for their staff. Mm. We, yeah, well, and don't be shy. Listen. Please tell everybody some of the celebrities that are wearing your, your brand oh my as goodness. well. Yeah, it's so a- funny. We just got a call yesterday from People Magazine to send some things in. Wow. Yeah, You've been have, featured yeah, in L.A. too, in a fashion LA, yeah, magazine in, in L.A. They love, you know, they love the prices. They love the quality. And they love our story. Okay, so yes. I'm going down. I'm walking down the streets of Buckhead. How do I find your spots? We are on at 300 Buckhead Avenue. And social it's, media? Hardy and Lord, H-O-T-T-I-E-A-N-D-L-O-R-D. And website, are your clothes available to be ordered online, oh, of yes. course? Oh, yes, www.hardyandlord.com, H-O-T-T-I-E-A-N-D-L-O-R-D. 
Very good. Thank and you. the phone number, in case you want to call and make an appointment yes, today. Yes, 404-963-7784. Well, it has been a pleasure to be with you this Thank morning you. and hear the Thank story you. because – I tell you what, I, I'm, I, I can't say about the clothes, other than they look good. I, I don't know how they feel, and I can look at the stitches, but I know that there's going to be a lot of folks knock, knocking, down the, knocking down the door to come out and visit. But also, Miss Ross, Christian Ross, it was good to have you with us this morning. Give us your contact info one more time so everybody can reach out to you. Thank you for having me. It is 404-965-4080, and you can find us on the web at vratl.com. And they can even have coffee with you right down in the Atlanta Tech Building. <laughs> That's right. Come over to Octane. Octane. There you go. <laughs> but, and get that good shot, shot in Joe. Well, Joanne, as always, it's a pleasure for the Buckhead Business Association to host you on a spotlight show. And some of the things you do in our neighborhood, it's just amazing what you've been able to do for communications here with us. And uh, don't re- don't forget that thing that's going to ca- happen in just a couple of weeks. Cause we're going to be at a, we, you mentioned charity event. We're going to be down the street yep, at a charity taste, event. Taste of Buckhead at uh, American Spirit Whiskey at Stave Room, um, and that is on September. I don't know. Twenty is it? <laughs> is it, is it we all know how to. We, we'll be there. We all have our VIP tickets. So go online to BuckheadBusiness.org. And look up the date and look up the tickets because they're available as a VIP or as a very special attendee. And we will have a great time. I believe the events from I think uh, it's the 15th. That sounds good. Let's, is it Thursday? Is, it, is that the Thursday? I think Thir- it is Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Got their calendar That's the Thursday. It's the 15th. But anyway, BuckheadBusiness.org, the Buckhead Business Association has been doing a taste of Buckhead for a number of years now. We've had some really phenomenal work. But having ASW Spirits down at the Stave Room has really made a difference for a venue because it's nice to have a home. And I guarantee you, if you invest the time if you put it on your calendar and if you show up joanne will, and i'll be there to shake your hand so yesterday please be with us you'll see pro, pro business channel there doing interviews that night also enjoying some spirits and some good food and some good fellowship with with the buckhead business association so again joanne thank you what you do for the community with the buckhead view with simply buckhead and what's that other secret magazine just down the street 17 <laughs> south and actually yes. you can't forget it because christian <laughs> lives in the midtown market and so she gets our magazine there yes very good well again we look forward to another issue in a couple of weeks we'll have a spotlight on the buckhead uh, simply buckhead here on the buckhead business show as part of the pro business channel offering to our community the ears that are watching us and seeing us and hearing us out there so joanne Pleasure to be with you. I'm Michael Moore, wrapping up for the Buckhead Business Association here at Pro Business Channel, and it's been great to have you ladies with us today. We look forward to seeing you, and that's all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association.